1: In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God rather than this world our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. Okay? K.
2: Have a good work ethic. If you never have a good work ethic, don't tell nobody on your job you're a Christian. Because you're an embarrassment to the kingdom and, and, and to Maranatha. Don't tell them you're from Maranatha. You're not going to treat them? Uh-uh. Don't tell them I'm your pastor. <laughs> tell them you're a church helper or something. You know. <laughs> oh, God help me preach this message. Have a good work ethic. Work hard on the job that God has given How I many of you know the Lord gave you your job? I mean, I mean huh? It's a blessing to have a J. So many folks lay it off. You ought to say, you ought to go to work weeping and crying and rejoicing. I don't like this job. Just making money. Money's still green. Yeah. Work hard. Have great attendance. That's how you honor God. Guard against tardiness, And that's including coming to church too. <laughs> Stop scheming and doing just enough to keep from getting fired. Instead, possess a great attitude and be mindful that you are replaceable. You know, it's really bad when you can get a degree and you're still paying uh, on the loan for the degree and you get fired because of your work ethic with a degree. Now, what does it profit you to go to Yale and get fired because you taught it. Huh? Because you can't submit. And because you can't be a team player. Got all those degrees, no ethic. See, I, mean, I got a scripture on there, Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth gained by dishonesty will diminish. You're dishonest if you own on that computer Emailing everybody telling them hello. It is not even business related. That's cheating, stealing, and dishonest. Sending poems and whatnot. How you do's and where you been? I went on a cruise yesterday. I, I did this and I did that, and uh, I, I couldn't find my shoes to match this. On company's time. Y'all talking about? Now y'all get mad? Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Y'all get mad because all those folk up on Wall Street and Main Street, wherever those streets are, they mismanaging in high places. They talk about all that corruption. But some of y'all doing some corruptions right there on your local J. You're talking about Wall Street. What about Walmart? And by the way, Walmart is a good place to work, too. They got some pretty good benefits. And listen, if you're broke, stop being picky. Thank you, God. I should have had that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You can't afford to be picky. You take what you can get until better comes later. But well, I ain't in my field. You broke. You broke. Get your broke self up. Go to work until you can get to your field. Somebody needed that. You got too much pride. Not to work in my area of expertise. I hope I'm not scaring my friends out there away. (laughs) That's That's the way I preach every Sunday. Have a good work ethic. It says, wealth gained by dishonesty will diminish, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Gather by labor. Work hard. Worry about don't worry about what other folks say. They're not going to deliver you out of debt. Don't worry about your because your car looks raggedy. It's riding, yeah. driving. Yeah. Talking about a new car, you might just need a new motor. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You, I, don't, I don't put no. You, you need to. You broke. Uh, every car I got paid for. My wife and I, we got—we getting our stuff together, you know. I just got a house note, insurance and, and CPS. <laughs> stuff you're not going to pay off, taxes. It's got the basics. and Can't wait to get rid of that house note. I'm working on that. I mean, and my wife and I, we got to work together. You got to be on the same page. You got to talk about it. Do what it takes to get it right. You can't be fighting one another and making progress. Okay, and stop being scared of one another. Husbands and wives. All this not in my paper. Stop being scared of one another. You know, y'all scared to get checking accounts uh, on the same page. And if there's another checking account, your name ought to be on it. Y'all ought to be no accounts in your house and only one person's name on it. And then that you die and they can't get act. The, the spouse can't get access to what you have because their name wasn't on it. Look how quiet it gets. <laughs> I thought you said you love her. How many of you really love your spouse? Raise your hand. Some of y'all, know, some of y'all lying in the house. <laughs> <laughs> if you love your spouse, how come y'all can't she had the same accounts? How come you that you got a counselor don't know about? It? You playing around? You just don't trust her? Why did you marry her? Why did you marry him? Nobody dragged you to the altar. You went up there on your own free volitional will my wife, Everything I have my wife's name on it. She can see whatever she wants to see. Matter of fact, before we found out away, I put it over there. She can see everything. Ask whatever question she wants. I don't care. Because I have nothing to hide. And she's my wife. And I love her. And love reveals. It ain't your business. You don't ever tell your wife. Give me, I'm gonna spank you. It, it, it is. It's her business because she's married to you. Your spouse ought to be able to open mail with your name on it. Why you open it? That's my mail. No, it's not. It's our mail. What you open that for? Well, I'm your husband. I'm your wife. Look okay, at y'all getting quiet. Amen's going slow now. Y'all just grumbling now. Ain't know, amen. Y'all talking Japanese. <laughs> oh God, help me. I'm trying to I'm trying to help y'all have the best year ever. I've got to I got about a couple more messages before I get through with this series. Oh God. Lord help us. The scripture says in 2 Thessalonians 3.10 about having a good work work ethic. 2 Thessalonians 3.10 it says, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Your child ought to be 40 years old and won't work in your house. They got to get a jail. If they come back home, help them to jail themselves back out. It's all right. No, no a child come home, I rather them come home to go to some prostitute house, a drug house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Sometimes they have no option because you won't let them back home. Sometimes you let them back in, patch them back up, send them back out. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. If, when they need help, help them. You he made your bed, hard. You got to lay it. In. No, you love them. You love them. Love them back in and love them back out. <laughs> Listen. Be content with what you have and don't allow greed to consume you. Be content with what you have and don't allow greed to consume you. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 8 through 10, it says, And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. Now, y'all need to underline that. I need to park that. I'm trying my best to go on. Look, look at that. And have, you need to underline that if you turn to it. And having what food and what clothing with these, we shall be content. First Timothy chapter six, verses eight through 10 it, it, it you know, and uh, I add a couple of things to it. OK, food, clothing. All right. I'll say transportation and shelter. OK, food, clothing, mm-hmm, transportation and shelter. Okay? Let's just go that far. And you know what? Everything else is extra. You say, what? Yeah, everything else is extra. You mean my HD HD is extra. That's right. Everything you have. You you say, my hair, extra. Golf clubs, extra. Second car, extra. Do you realize some of y'all will communicate better if you reduce down to one car? Lord, no, we help us to communicate. Start riding together. Start riding together. You can't go nowhere when you're in the car. <laughs> when you go get content, when you go there, I mean they stop you in the mall, smell this. You smell it. I smell it. I let them damp me up. I be smelling four and five different shades of smell. And then I say, thank you for the scent. You know, I don't. You know, they got this. Try this. Try this. You know, because they tried. Sample this. I'm a good sampler. All over Sam's. I'm just sampling. Man, I I said, give me this. And I walk over here. Give me this. I had my dinner. I ain't bought nothing. (laughs) I've had dinner. a good dinner. I'll be trying to figure out what I'm going to give my family. (laughs) Oh, God, help me preach this message. Oh, God. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money, not money is evil, but the love of it is the root of all kinds of evil. For which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness. Say greediness. And pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Greed gets you in trouble. Not being satisfied will rip your house to pieces. Will destroy your reputation. Destroy your character. Destroy your integrity. Let me ask you a question. How much is enough? How much is enough? Is enough. M. Refuse to make purchases beyond your ability to repay. Live within your means. Refuse. Listen, stop trying to buy all this name brand stuff, too. You know, you get sugar, get get unbranded sugar. You don't need imperial. Sugar, sugar. I, I can take you up here and get a taste test. And say, is this the name brand? Is this Walmart, H-E-B brand? Taste and, and, and I put it in some coffee or something and say, now, which, which is it? You can't tell me what it is. It's just sweet. <laughs> some of y'all buying the top stuff, look at those prices. Get off your high-end hog itself and buy some unbrand stuff. Regular, no need, name brand, brand flour. If the flour cooks, it's flour. On this name brand. I'm not making folk rich. You gotta have what some of these tennis folk wear. Come on, help me out with these tennis. Nikes. Huh? Dita's. Al Jordan. I'm not studying Al Jordan. He's on air, and you broke. You better go to Wiener's or JC Penney's and just get some tennis. Oh God help me preach. Oh And y'all, uh, thank you, Holy Ghost, Stop letting the world dumb down your dress and degrade your dress. I understand in this world, somebody got to tell me right now, how is it that you can go to the store and spend God's money on some faded holy jeans? <laughs> I'm still trying. I, if I bought, I haven't worn a pair of jeans. I don't know when. I got to get me some. Cause when I go over to Butch Ikes, them cowboys over there, they make me, they embarrass me. You, I got to have some. I got to have some, some, jeans. I got to get some cowboy stuff when I go to these other venues. But you know, if I bought some jeans, they gonna be blue, cause they call blue jeans. <laughs> oh, faded jeans, holes and strings hanging off. and you talking about you look like a Christian. Don't let the world undress you or dress you down like that. Have some respect and some dignity. You, that's a misappropriate, that's a misuse of God's funds for you to buy stuff that just look outright ugly. I know I'm getting old, and that's okay, but you ought to be young with some character and some self-respect and some dignity. And don't expect somebody to hire you and you looking like a... You, you, hell messed up, and you, you look, you wear that old holy stuff, and t- talking about, well, I, 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 you don't have to wear this at work. Look your best. You compete with other folk out there that want the same job you're trying to get. You got to sell yourself. Have some respect. You got to respect yourself. Listen, if you don't respect you, you're not gonna respect anybody else. You got to respect yourself. Watch what you put on. Is this representative of a Christian that I'm about to wear? If you pray before you pray about your wardrobe, you find yourself throwing away more stuff and, and wearing that that honors God and glorifies him. You don't not have anything with skeletons on. You don't glorify death. You glorify life. Skeletons and ghouls and all this stuff. Oh, God, help me. Then Listen. Refuse to allow your pride to keep you from asking for counsel in your finances. If you keep doing the same thing the same way, you keep reaping the same old discouraging results. Some of you are in a mess because you're in a mess. You made the mess and have too much pride to get some help by some good godly spiritual counsel. we got all kinds of things to assist you. And we have Dave Ramsey seminars and all kinds of things coming up. We've taken one time. We took about 200 of us went over and Dave Ramsey seminars. There's nothing coming in a few weeks from now. And you ought to go to things that's going to enhance and build your house financially and, and to get better insights on investments and all of these types of things. You don't know it all. You know, so a uh, uh, Proverbs 13:10 says pride comes prize comes to nothing but strife, but with wealth. Advised, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Counsel is what you need. I don't know anybody telling me. And some of you are so prideful, your house is sinking, and what's keeping you from counsel is somebody knowing that you're in trouble. Your body in trouble, you don't care about. You tell everybody, well, I got this, or, I that. A lot of you will, and you go to the doctor because you want issues addressed physically. Same thing ought to be financially. A couple of more and we'll be done for today. Have your own mind for Christ and refuse to allow this world system to shape your thinking. you got to have your own mind. In other words, wise is the person who learns how to say no and delay personal gratification. You know why you're in debt? What, what you see is what you want and you want it right now. When you tell yourself, wait, wait, wait. And do not be conformed, says Romans 12 to to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, if you're going to get your financial house in order, be determined to make spirit led, prayerful decisions by waiting on the Lord. That's how you get your financial house in order. Be determined to make what kind? Spirit-led, prayerful decisions by waiting on the Lord. It's the, difference between, it's the difference between success and failure. A whole lot of you wouldn't be where you are now if you just learned to wait on the Lord and not be seeking personal, instant gratification. How many of you all have gotten yourself in trouble, not just financially, but other ways? Could be in relationship with a person, huh? or where you live, or where you work, or in your finance, whatever way, and you got there and you knew you moved too fast simply because you didn't wait on the Lord. Anybody ever had that issue? You, you, you're guilty of not waiting on the Lord you could have saved yourself some trouble had you just waited and, you know why you feel, you know why you can't wait on the Lord? It goes back to your trust in God. It's the inability to trust God to keep you from waiting in the first place. You see? You see? That's why it's critical. So make spirit-led, prayerful decisions by waiting on the Lord. It's the difference between success and failure. And finally, but not the least, God has given us the gift of a brand new year that we may return to the Lord. That's why he gave you this year. He gave you another year to get it right. He He gave you another year to make peace with your brothers and sisters. Another year to get it right with your families, to get it right with yourself get it right most of all with Jesus. I want everybody with a Bible to turn to Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. When you it, say amen. See, y'all, y'all doing pretty good now. We're doing those books of the Bible, you're getting there. Uh, Isaiah 55, 6 and 7. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. Huh? And the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. And he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Wow. Let him return to the Lord and he will. You can't turn unless you repent. Turn to God and God will have mercy on you. He will pardon when you cry out in contrition and humility to Jesus Christ, our Savior. Uh, look at Zechariah, last scripture, Zechariah. He said, he said, why so many scriptures? That's why we are married at the Bible church. Everything is referenced with scripture. I'm not just saying what I think. What I think doesn't mean anything. It's what does the Bible say? Uh, Zechariah chapter one, verses three and four, found scripture. Zechariah chapter, chapter one. <coughs> Zechariah chapter one, verses three and four. Look what it says. Therefore say to them, thus says the Lord of hosts, Return to me. Wow, say that with me. Return to me. Say it again. Says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers to whom the former prophets preached, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, turn now from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not heed or hear me Says the Lord. Don't be like them. Turn to God. And seek him. It is urgent that you not delay your decision to come to Christ. It's urgent that you get out of a backslidden condition. Return to Christ because you don't know what a day may bring you. That's why you need to return to him right now. You say I do it tomorrow, next week. Listen. The largest earthquake in modern history devastated that little country of Haiti. The epicenter was located just a few miles from its heavily populated capital of Port-au-Prince. And tens of thousands are feared dead, buried under tons of rubble. It's just wonderful when we can hear those rescues after 7 and 10, 11 days being under the rubble. People are still being found alive. Listen, you say, why return to God? Listen, if that earthquake, that same earthquake, had struck San Antonio, and you were at work, or in your house, or in this building even, and it collapsed on you, and, and, and then you got rubbish and debris all over San Antonio, this big city, how would you be found under the rubber? Walking in fellowship with God. A backslidden from God. Or huh? uh, Even worse. In Christ. Or you weren't in Christ. And the, and the earthquake was a means that took you from here to your eternal destiny, which is hell. It's only two places you can go either going to heaven or you're going to hell. You either know Jesus or you don't. You either backslidden or you're in right relationship with him or you either saved in Christ or you're out. If you were in AT, a better still here, waiting on someone to dig you out, but it was too late for you, what would have been your condition spiritually. At that point, it's not about a car. It's not about stocks. It's not about bonds. It's not about IRAs. It's not about 401ks. It's either you know them or you don't. Either on your way to heaven or you're on your way to hell.
1: And all God's children said, Amen. Tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in Him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas.